Hey there, I'm Nunzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we hop into the episode, I just want to remind you to download my free guide to Facebook targeting audiences. It has been created specifically for teacher business owners, and I go through the warm, lookalike, and cold interest-based audiences that you need to have set up to be running Facebook and Instagram ads. There are checklists and brainstorming pages so that you know it. you have everything. But as an exciting special, I'm opening up some audience audit calls where you can hop onto a 15-minute Zoom call with me and you'll get my eyes on your audiences so that you can make sure not only you have all the audiences, but they truly are perfect for your business. So head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audience audit to book your free audience audit call today. Okay, now into the episode. Hello friends, welcome to this week's Saturday strategy session. I'm super excited that you're here with me. Today we're going to be talking about an alternative to the ideal client avatar. We're going to be talking about the four ideal client personas or the four personas of your ideal client, whichever way you want to say it, doesn't matter to me. So first of all, why do I not like ideal client avatars? My primary reason is that generally it clumps your entire audience into like one person and focuses way too much on the demographics and other largely what I would consider irrelevant information. Have you ever like sat down and had to give this person a name and put that name on a sticky and then it sits on your computer and every time you talk about anything, you're supposed to talk to Rebecca and make sure you're focusing right on them. Yeah, me too. And usually it's like, Rebecca is a 25-year-old teacher with her own business and she's got two kids. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know why, but I'm just coming up with all of this on the fly. Um... She loves Hobby Lobby and Target because she's a teacher and all teachers love those stores. She also drinks Starbucks and none of that is relevant. Well, not that none of it's relevant. Um, A lot of what I just said is irrelevant for marketing. But I find that every time, at least when I've done the, the ICA or the ideal client avatar, I've got so stuck up in those useless pieces of information. It doesn't matter that she shops at Target. I mean, that's great. It doesn't matter that she drinks Starbucks. It's still great. Like, I love Starbucks too. In working with my clients, I organized a line of questions beyond that. And actually, on my questionnaire form that I go through with my clients, I have a question that says, like, name 10 brands or influencers, magazines, stores that your ideal client might be interested in. And nine times out of 10, I skip the question. I skip it because it doesn't, I, I, I just skip it because it doesn't matter. I do like to find out what kind of age range 
we're targeting. I do typically find out if we're going to be going towards females or males. Um, countries, are we focused just on the US, North America, all English speaking countries, like those kind of things. But when it comes to the other pieces that I like referring to those demographic interest based things, I'm less curious about that. What I really am curious in are uh, getting more insight into how we can actually speak to the client. And so then I just discovered that these questions could be kind of grouped together. And so I, I had three different groups of questions that I would pull from. And then I also started to notice that depending on the type of funnel, I would be pulling information from the groups of questions differently because there are sometimes that we're speaking to like a problem aware person and sometimes we're speaking to a solution aware person. And so that kind of comes into it as well. Now, before I keep going, let's talk about the four personas. Persona number one is the identity persona. This is who someone identifies as. I want you to do your best to like boil it down to one word if you can, like mom, teacher, teacherpreneur, course creator. I know some of those are two words, but boiling it down to if I could say like the first line of my ad copy was calling all fill in that blank. And that's kind of going to be your attention grabber. There's a lot of reasons why this is important. You can use it in that first line, like calling all or hey, first grade French teachers whatever it might be that can immediately grab their attention. It's also good to put that in like the headline um, because again, that's another place to really pull attention. So that identity persona is really just who do they identify as? How are you going to make that immediate connection with the person? And that's really, really important. The second persona is their value persona. And this is what's important to the person or important to the brand. This you're going to weave throughout everything that you do, speaking to those deep ingrained values that your audience has. So maybe, especially, um, let's just say you're talking to moms and uh, business owners, like mompreneurs kind of thing. Family, the importance of family and connection is probably going to be something that you want to weave through in your images that you use, in the ad copy that you use, like consistently talking about the value of family. Conversely, you might be talking to um, entrepreneurs and you may want to speak more to speed and how important it is to go fast and to be constantly up to date and moving quickly, making changes quickly. And so knowing that identity persona and those values that you're your audience has you can weave these things through and I would say it's probably important to come up with like three to five values that your audience believes in but then also you believe in if you don't think it's important for like family if family isn't something that's important it's going to be really hard for you to authentically weave that value throughout your messaging and so it's important that you pick values that are going to not only speak to your audience, but speak to you and your brand and weave those throughout. 
Okay, persona number three is the challenge persona. I use this one a lot and in ad copy, you're gonna wanna use this one a lot as well. And this is what they're struggling with, what keeps them up at night, uh, their pain points. It's really going to be um, useful in connecting with the person. And you wanna use this piece of information at the top of your ad copy. So you're gonna hook people in with that identity persona and then really egg on their pain points, egg on the challenges that they're facing, the struggles, the obstacles, and you want to use their exact language. It's so fascinating. And I've been noticing this coming up in coaching calls that I have in different programs that I'm part of a little bit more recently. Um, And I think I heard a couple podcast episodes about it too, now that I'm thinking about it. But there's a lot of commentary about how you really need to use the exact words people are using because if somebody says I just don't have enough time there's too many things on my to-do list if you're to respond back to them and say something along the lines of you don't have like you're not saying no enough you're too busy they're gonna say no 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 that's not the problem the problem is I don't have enough time there's too much on my to-do list right and so it's the exact same thing It's just switched how you're saying it, but people don't connect to it if it's not their words. And that's why that market research piece that I talk about all the time is so important that you're going into Facebook groups, you're looking at Instagram comments, and that you're actually speaking with your audience to find out exactly what their words are and how, what will resonate with them. And then the final persona, and this is what you would move into at the end of your ad copy. So you start out with that here's what you're struggling with. I really understand. This was me a couple of years ago, blah, blah, blah. Here's my solution. And so that final persona is the motivated persona. And this is their hopes, their dreams, the solution, their life without that problem that they're facing. And so you really want to speak to the challenge persona, especially if your audience is problem aware. They're like, my kid won't sleep at night. I I need to find a way to get my kid to sleep at night or they won't eat their vegetables. How can I get them to eat their vegetables, right? Those are problems. Whereas if it was someone who's solution aware, they could say, I'm looking for Ferber method. Not that I recommend it. I just, it's a well enough name (laughs) that when I say the Ferber method, I'm, if you're a mom out there, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't, it's the let your baby cry for hours and hours until they basically cry themselves to sleep and it is devastating and horrific and that's my own personal opinion about it we did a very 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 modified you don't need to know what we did but we did a very modified version where my kids cried for like five minutes and then I went in anyway um but yeah so if somebody's saying like googling the Ferber method how do I use the Ferber method then that's someone who's solution aware and they're looking for that solution and if somebody is looking for the Ferber method then you can be like with your advertisement, you would want to like advertise, hey, I do Ferber method. And where this is like, you can see this for sure is in Google ads. Google ads are are targeting solution aware people often. Um, So let's just say that there's a problem with your plumbing and you're looking for a plumber in your area. Well, Google is going to know your location. And when you type in like local plumber or I would, what I would write it is KW plumber. Um, and then somebody in the Kitchener Waterloo area would, would pop up as a, a plumber option, right? <laughs> so that's a solution aware that, that Google ads are much more solution aware. Whereas 
Facebook ads are problem aware. People might not even realize it and they're scrolling and scrolling being like, ooh, actually this speaks to me, right? And so by calling them out initially in your hook with the identity persona, weaving the value persona throughout so they can be like relating to it and saying, yes, this person gets me. Speaking and egging on the challenge persona piece initially and then at the bottom, like at the end of your ad copy, giving them what they want with your motivated and speaking to their motivated persona with your solution is how I would recommend writing your ad copy. So now that we've gone through the four personas, I have a little bit of a task for you, an activity. Uh, What I would love for you to do is just cut your, like get a piece of paper and cut it in four. And then in each of the boxes, like write one of the personas. So identity persona, value persona, challenge persona, motivated persona. And then in each of the boxes, just like brain dump everything that you can about about your audience that would relate to whichever persona you're speaking to. Continue to add to this list on a regular basis. If you listen to, uh, I think it's last week's, but it may be two weeks ago. I think there was an interview actually between the uh, three phases of marketing mastery. If you listen to that episode, I talked about how your business needs to be a well-oiled machine where you are consistently like updating your messaging making sure that you're still resonating with people over time and so this is something that you can use to be doing that this isn't like a physical piece of paper you can keep beside your computer or you could create a a google doc or whatever you want and you're constantly adding to it and as you're seeing new things coming up and new information and people are starting to say things in different ways because language changes over time of course you can add it to your list, add it to this piece of paper that has your four different personas on it, and then you can be using that to write your Instagram captions, to write your sales pages, to write your emails, to really speak directly to your people. Okay, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. If you love this episode, don't forget to screenshot it, share it on Instagram. I'm at Hey It's Genzea, and I will be back in your ear next week with another episode. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to Market Scale Grow. If you're ready to build your email list and generate consistent leads on autopilot, then we would love to partner with you. Our growth package is perfect for course creators, service providers, and coaches looking to inject their list with fresh leads so that they can amplify their amazing program and get it out to new people. This six-week package is perfect for you if you have a proven lead magnet that you're ready to turn into an established lead generation machine. To get started today, head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash work together, fill out the application and someone from my team will be in contact with you to schedule a free strategy session to ensure that it's a good fit and to get you on the path to consistent lead generation with Team JD. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to working with you.